0: Alright, thank you all for tuning into the last conversation where we speak our truth, triumph and testimony. This platform was created to vocalize where I'm at in my personal journey of healing and growth. But now it's for you as well. So with that being said, you guys can call in at area code 612 431 1257 every Thursday through Friday from 2 to 2 30 p.m eastern time to share your last conversation with that being said let's jump into the episode hi you guys hi you guys so today we have a very special guest i'm very excited this is like i think this is gonna be one of my like favorite episodes We have my dad today! Yay! Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We have my dad, yes, the one and only. I love my dad, you guys. So we have my daddy here, and we are going to just, you know, do what we gotta do. So, how you feeling today, daddy?
1: I'm feeling great. A little puzzled about this whole podcast thing, but Mm -hmm. I'll do the best that I can, I guess.
0: Okay. Doing all right. we ask for you try your best so we are gonna start you guys know how I do I kind of just jump into it I don't really have any like base so this week has been a very long week has been a very hectic week I've been up and down you guys so I've just been trying to prioritize all the things that are important to me to be the most successful version of myself that I can be and this week has really tested that Tested my patience, tested my attitude, my ego, all of it. But I think for the most part, I'm very grateful because the things that I'm stressing about are things that are productive to me being better. And I have to go through these things right now for me to just have some type of resume moving forward, you know, because I don't think anything is just going to be handed to me if I'm not prepared to receive it, you know. So this week has been most definitely that. Um, I posted my house on Airbnb, you know, so I'm excited about that. So that's just been a, a thing in itself. Um, I've been up and down <laughs> on <off> flights. <laughs> So that's been
1: a thing. (laughs) You should be tired. All this running around you've been doing this week, you should be exhausted.
0: I am very exhausted. Like (laughs) I had a mental breakdown in the car with Lily. She was like, what is going on? I was like, look, I'm just tired. That is what adulting is, getting tired because you got to get things done. So, but I'm very grateful. Like all, all in all, even through all of my breakdowns and all my like frustration and stuff, I'm very excited because like, this is like everything I've asked God for and, you know, whom the entity of God is has given me everything that I've asked for in, in due timing. And I think this is just preparing me for more success, you know, because I want so much for myself and I have, I put so much pressure on just making sure I am taking care of the responsibilities that are going to serve me. So I think that this right now and me doing all this, like it's needed, you know, like this is all needed. So yeah, excited about that. You know, I'm just, I'm excited. It's, just, I'm still tired. I'm still on e a little bit, but I'm just trying to create a balance, a balance with all the things that are not going to just go away. You know, these are things that's going to keep being added on, added on. You know, this is the easy part. Mm-hmm. So, Understood. yes. How you feeling this week, Daddy? uh a little
1: tired. Just started a new job this week, so. Um, i left my last job i've been there for like 15 years so once you get into a job like that you know the ins and outs of it so well that it just becomes second nature so just uprooting myself from that and going to somewhere new to learn all of this it's exhausting more of a mental exhaust not physical but i think i'm a better learner that way when i get thrown into the mix so it is like, you know, you're forced to learn, just like forced learning a language. If you're thrown right into the mix, you're going to either swim or swim or swing, like, sink, sink. Excuse me. Yes, swim or sink. But um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. But so far, I like it. Benefits there are amazing. And um, it's definitely going to give me the opportunity to pursue my master's de- degree, okay. which I've been putting off for so long. I, I get really complacent sometimes, but I think a lot of us do know but i'm that's one of the things that i'm trying to improve about myself is that lackadaisicalness and that complacency that i have you know when i see myself going there i always have to say hey look man you know you're not going to be around forever so just you got to keep moving forward so yeah. that's kind of where i'm at right now
0: i'm proud of you daddy i am proud of you i'm, I'm excited for your journey you know i think you're a very hard worker you know and i think you know, you always say to me, a lot of people don't have common sense, even though it's something that's common. You know, mm-hmm. how you say it a specific way, and I'm not saying it that exact way. Uh,
1: common sense, ain't it's common. Not as common, it's not as common. But I think, think you, yeah. I
0: think you, you have a lot of um, stability as far as your mind. You're very strong-minded, you know, mm-hmm. and it allows you to be graceful with how you show up for yourself and grow, you know, mm-hmm. and. I'm very proud of you. I'm excited for you to like start this new journey for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. um, to learn more about yourself, you know, put yourself in a place that is more deserving of your time. So I'm excited for that for you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Of course. I love you, daddy. I love you too, cool. <laughs> so let's see this. Okay. I know that you just told me a while ago. I did not know that you had your bachelor's degree. I did not know that. Really? I did not know you had your bachelor's degree. No. I thought, I I didn't know. I really, I just thought you were in the army. I didn't know that you like had a degree or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you saying that you're getting your master's, that's exciting. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. that's like a real thing. That's a goal. Like that's important.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. And I've been kind of just putting it off, putting it off, and putting it off for the longest. I think, just like I said, the last job I'd been there for 15 years. And I think I dedicated more of my time and myself to that dead end job than I should have, which also kind of attributed it to the fact that I didn't pursue it as fast as I should have. You know, I had professors in college that kept telling me, said, you know, don't stop here once you graduate. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and continue on with the education so that you can get everything out of the way. But I never really followed that path because I got out and I was like, man, that was tiring. Let me take a break. Yeah. And next thing you know, this break has ended. This break has been going on for years. Yeah. So, you know, and that's a lot of things. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people get into as well. You know, they get to that point where like, oh, I'm going to just take a small break. And before you know it, that break has been 10 years or 15 years or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that I, I you know, that I try to uh, tell you and your brothers about. But like, you know what, while you're young, just go ahead and knock it out. It might not be as perfect as you want it to be, mm-hmm. but God knows at least it'll be done and it's yeah. out of the way. You know, so and you're that,
0: learning things while you're doing those things exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. So then that way you could just focus on other things down the line. Because, man, when you get up to a certain age and you start looking like, wait a minute, what have I done with myself? If you haven't done anything, trust me,
0: it starts to eat at you in
1: exactly. A way. Yes, it does. Yeah, yes, it does.
0: And I think, like, even just experiencing you, like. I know that you're hard on me, not because you, not because, not. it's not even that you're, I don't think it's that you're hard on me. I think what it is is you expect a lot from me because you know I'm not dumb. And I think you've always expected a lot from me, even when I was younger, you know, and I had my little issues and stuff with school and just a lot of things. And I don't think it was ever that you weren't trying to understand where I was at with myself, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it was just more so you just wanted me to not lose the opportunities that I had in front of me, you know? Especially because of me being so young. So I, like I said, I really feel like you like especially you like there's people who they have degrees like and i'm not trying to say this to take away from anybody's you know experience and what they've done and how far they've come in their journey but like there's a lot of people who are doctors right now and they don't have leadership skills they don't have the necessary skills to you know understand different things they just know they went to school they follow directions and now they're here and they're just doing their they're doing a job there's
1: nothing wrong with that like you said yeah like you said yeah but a leadership leadership skills aren't in 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 everybody everybody doesn't have that about them
0: Mm -hmm. but I think I think with you I think you're the type of person where if you give like you can take a little of nothing and you could turn it into a whole lot of something you know like you're just that person where it's like you stink and you have like the one two three steps to kind of keep going you know Mm -hmm. like so I, I really I really love that I really love that about you and like I said I feel like you getting this degree, you stepping into, like, your new space with your job and everything, like, this is something that's important, like, and I really hope you keep pushing and you keep pushing, like, yeah, you're seeing age as a thing, but at the end of the day, if you're still here, you're still living, you know, like,
1: I don't think I don't think I don't think age has anything to do with you learning as much as you can and exactly. you to keep learning until the day that you're gone mm-hmm. you know and that's why we're here mm-hmm. to go through this journey and to continually and continually learn
0: exactly and
1: you know and like I said one thing that I learned was that if I had stayed where I was staying I would never move forward I would never have anything yes. the benefits weren't there the pay increased yeah little by little but still though the opportunities is what I started looking for and mm-hmm. then on top of that because of where I am in my life now I am seeing retirement on the horizon closer and closer so I want to be able to enjoy that and to be able to be with my kids you know and travel and not have to worry about oh man did I pay my light bills or oh man where am i going to get my next meal or do I need to get snap benefits or anything like that no I don't want to be that type of burden on anybody yeah. you know I just want to be comfortable yeah, and, and be able to do the things that I didn't have the opportunity to do when I was younger because I was too busy being a knucklehead, you know, but as I get older, I want to have those opportunities to do those types of things like the traveling and, you know, and I would love to come and see your place in Mexico, yeah. which is the reason why after all of these years, I finally went and got my passport. You got it? Yeah, I, it's you not. I, I, yeah, it's on the way here. Okay. They gave me. They gave me the. They gave me that tracking number or that code or whatever it is for okay. it. So, that's on its way here. So that's paid for and done. So that's that's mm-hmm. one of the goal. The one of the boxes that I've checked. Okay. And That's out of the way because mm-hmm. I know for the longest I had preached to you had already had your passport for the longest time, but your brothers never did. Mm-hmm. And every time they come over here, I would always hound them about going to get their passports, and they just got fed up with me hounding them, and they just actually mm-hmm. went and did it one day, Nate. Nate, he yeah, Nate. So he, proud of Nate. Yeah, Nate, <laughs> Nate, he went and did it like the very next day. He was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna let my dad keep, you know, b- messing with me about this passport thing. I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. And he went down there and he got it expedited. Yeah,
0: I really like you. Even saying Nate, I admire Nate. You know, and I don't think um. I show up for him sometimes the way that a big sister should, but I think it's because like I just be in my own little space and time that I'm just transitioning mm-hmm. through my emotions, mm-hmm. and because me and him didn't really grow up together, I don't want to reflect negatively negatively on him, you know, because I don't feel like he deserves that, you know.
1: Well, he but
0: I'm very proud of Nate. Like every time Nate talks to me, it's like he's such a man. Like he's such a like man's man. Like the like, you know. Granted, you know, I have my own experience, you know, on my end, but whenever I experienced Nate, like when we spoke last time, you know, him his approach with how he sees women his approach how he sees the world his approach on how he internalizes things like he's literally like a genius like he's so intelligent the way he talks to you Mm -hmm. the way he's gentle the way he's he he, he's patient with you Mm -hmm. like he is a great guy you know so it's Uh like I love experiencing him and I'm so proud of him and even with Jerry like I'm so excited for his growth like I love talking about my brother because I, I love talking about both of them because it's like I feel as if They're so young, but they're so determined, you know, like regardless of any obstacles, you know, and they're not, you know, and I'm not saying that in the sense of like, you know, things don't happen in life and people can't, you know. Things don't happen and situations don't affect how people are living, but it's like they don't take the things that happen in life and like let it be a burden. They want more for themselves, you know.
1: Of course, because you'd be surprised the things that they've been through within their young lives. Yeah, it's just, I, I It's heard really, some a, of it. yeah, it's really, really, it's it's some it's some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. And me as a father, it really hurt me as well because, like I said, when I was younger, I just worked in these stupid jobs that just didn't pay enough, or either I just didn't get out there. Just his poor life choices on my part Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. you know to where I wasn't able to support my my family and my kids the way that I believe they should have been Mm -hmm. you know I did the best that I could with what I had Mm -hmm. you know and then I and you know that me I'm always on you guys about you know doing things the right way being proper about the way you do things Mm -hmm. and not just sitting around being lazy and crap like that. you can't do that Mm -hmm. you can't do that you just sitting here and you just live your life away on absolutely nothing no you have to make something of what you're doing and that i must say like i said i am the the, the, you guys completely completely proud of all of it i really am because you guys i see you all you're always striving for for something better and that's that's why we're here to strive for the best
0: yeah do do you think um you like how you said there's certain things on your end that you know like you said, piss poor decisions and stuff. Do you think it's because like grandma passed away that you like, kind of like shut down internally and you kind of just was like in a space where you was trying to process things or like, what do you think? Yeah, I
1: think that was a part of it as well. Yes. Because I was, I'm very, very, I was very, very, uh, immature in my thinking at the time when your grandmother was here, she really took care of a lot of things for me Mm -hmm. and just kind of let me just run crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, ever since I was a teenager, She just pretty much just let me do whatever I wanted to do. As as long but you know what it was, I guess the kind of setup that we had was I would make money, I would give her the money, she would do whatever you need to do to take care of my bills, her bills, whatever. And then I would just be like loose. 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 And then when she passed away, you know, there were a lot of things that left that were left unsaid. A lot of things that I that I A lot of things that I didn't find closure on, you know, and and for the simple fact that at the time when she passed away, I was just starting to establish myself and actually making decent money. Mm -hmm. I was at the point where I had so much money saved up. It's like I would put a hundred percent of my paychecks into savings Mm -hmm. and still have, you know, a couple of thousand dollars in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was awesome. That, That was the kind of path that she got me on. So when we were finding that kind of I don't know. I guess you would say that kind of juxtaposition between us where we're finding that kind of path. You know, it's like all of a sudden boom she was gone and yeah. the thing about it was when she left I sat there and it's just like I'm watching my mom die and it's like what
0: what can you do? I'm
1: I you know, I feel hopeless and helpless, you know. Yeah. You know, and that's that right there kind of screwed me up and I took the attitude was like I don't give two shits about the world or anything else. And my mom is gone. So, f everybody, yeah, and that's how I felt for a long, long time, yeah,
0: and I and like, because I, you know, I experienced grandma here and here and there throughout my like with my childhood, you know, and I remember like little things, you know, going to her house and her just having like water beds and stuff like that, you know, yeah i don't i don't I don't think you know I had that like connection with her as no, far you as like, not you I, didn't. Yeah, as far as something I can remember in my spirit You didn't
1: because you were just too little, you were too little at the time.
0: But you, and
1: not only that, it was just a lot of things that were going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Me, you and your mom and your granny, it's like every time we try to get you over there with us to hang out or whatever, it, it was always an issue of some sort. Yeah. And and honestly, you know, after getting beat over the head with that time and time and time and time again, you get tired of it. So you just kinda be like, you know, okay.
0: Yeah. But, you
1: know, maybe I should have just kept fighting. Yeah. Because trust me, your grandmother was just, she really, really wanted to be there with you. And I think you could have learned a lot from her because I see her personality in you. Mm-hmm. And the fire that she has is definitely in you. It's as if her her spirit has been rekindled in you mm-hmm. in a way. And I think that you two would have been not only grandmother and granddaughter, but really close friends, I think. Yeah. Because I wanna I, trust me, Lexi, I see you and I notice that you don't take shit from no one and that's how she was Mm. and then you have this aura about you that just draws people in Mm. and she was the same way and then I love that thank you You're welcome.
0: I think sometimes as I get older like Jerry he loves her like he has pictures of her everywhere in the house Mm -hmm. like he he's I remember me and him got into an argument and like afterwards when we settled down like he was like bringing her picture out he was crying and he was like you know I'm just trying you know where he was at Mm -hmm. and he was like you know I love her, you know, and after losing her, you know, it was like an effect, you know, so it affects him a lot, you know. Yeah, of course it does, yeah. I feel guilty sometimes because I'm like, I wish, like, I could have experienced her the way that everybody else did, We, look, We
1: had, Lil Jay was always over there. Your older brother, Blake, was always over there. Matter of fact, Blake took his first steps in your grandmother's house. I'll never forget that day. (laughs) Uh, That was the funniest thing ever. He was sitting there eating, and then I got up and I walked away, and he just stood up and just... Walk. yeah and and they always say when the when the when a toddler gets to that point when he just get up and walk don't say anything just let him do it because mm. if you scare them
0: they fall down yeah
1: they'll be like oh what did i do like they mm-hmm. did something wrong but it was just amazing to me i will never forget it he was so fat and chubby and he
0: just
1: <laughs> he just got up and just started walking it was just weird yeah it really was and then your brother nate he took forever to walk he never wanted to get up because yeah, his mom always had him on her on his hip on her hips <laughs> And he was just, he just never wanted to walk. He was comfortable. He was comfortable, yeah. (laughs) He was comfortable. Like, he used to tell him, like, no, put him down. He's going to have to learn how to walk because his other brothers, you know, they were out playing around and he's still crawling behind them.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, you know, it's. There's some weird things That's like that, cute. that I yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as far as your grandmother goes, yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah. You you have that same spirit within you, and there's so much that she could have taught you. I think there's so much, so much, so much that she could have taught you about life, about men, about just about everything. any everything, mm-hmm. everything. Because she, the, the life she lived, she was she was a very strong woman. She was she she went through a whole lot of. She went through a whole lot in her life and I'm just kind of I just kind of found that out or started really connecting the dots as I got older Mm -hmm. but she kept it so hidden from us Mm -hmm. you know allowed us to be kids and allowed us to exist yeah Mm -hmm. without having throw that in our face but she
0: gave y'all the grace that y'all needed to just
1: exactly 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 but now that you know as you get older and you would be like oh that's what that was Mm -hmm. okay yeah so She wasn't in a relationship; wasn't all that great, but she held it together and she kept a roof over our head and food in our bellies. And you know,
0: yeah. And I think even me getting older, like having my understanding with mommy. You know, me and mommy didn't have the best relationship when I was younger and stuff. And it really showed. You know, before I had moved to Louisiana, when we had gotten that really bad argument and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. he came to the house. And it's like as I'm getting older, like you know, when I was younger, I used to think mommy just like me you know I used to think like she really just did not like me you know and I remember one time she came to me she was like do you think I not love you or something I was like no I don't you know she was really upset about that she was she was really heartbroken that I said that you know and I think for me at the time you know granted my feelings were my feelings at that time you know and I had to experience that to be here now Mm -hmm. as I got older I've realized that you know there's little things mommy is not you know me you know and the way she expresses her emotions the way she says things is not how I say things you know I,
1: swore I told you that same thing years ago yeah and
0: I think I remember like growing up there was little things that she would do and it was like as I'm getting older I'm like that's somebody showing you that they love you you know her putting her hand out when you're driving in this car in front of you guys you know she wants to make sure you're good before she is you know and I'm like it's like just experiencing like the way she always showed up for everybody you know it's like she had to basically be older before she has to be older you know so it's yeah. like her choices and her approach with a lot of things may I may have not liked it. I may have it, take, taken it personal. Granted, there are some things that I feel like she didn't have to say a certain kind of way. You know, we were catty with each other in certain kind of ways. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like at the end of the day, you know, she really did try her best. And I'm so proud of mom, you yeah, know. She
1: did. Yeah, she's an, she's an amazing person, amazing woman. She absolutely, is. yeah. She absolutely is. And, yeah, she does have her quirky little ways. She mm-hmm. certainly does. But that's what makes her who she is.
0: Exactly. You know, and
1: like, but my biggest thing to you guys was to always, to always respect your mother. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing right there. Exactly, because you'll end up in a situation like me, but like, man, I have no mother to talk to when I want to know about this thing, so no, you got to be able to approach your parents and your mom
0: and have a conversation have a conversation with them, with them. I think exactly. when I was younger, I didn't understand that, you know, and I think mommy didn't understand that either because I was young, and she just looked at it like I'm the mother, you're the child, and granted you
1: know your gro- know, your 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 whole growing up situation was weird because you more or less grew up with your grandmother mm-hmm. when actually you know and that, that was really weird because you, 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 when you grow up with your grandparents, they have a particular way of looking at things because of the era that they grew up in, mm-hmm. you know? And if you had stayed with your mother more, mm-hmm. then that would have been a lot different because then you could have grown up with her mentality of the era that she's in. And not only that, you would have grown up more as a mother and daughter and not like two sisters. And how so I always go back and forth with you two about that. You're like You two just argue like your sisters. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was.
0: I think for me, that was a choice that I used to make. And it's crazy because you're like, the child shouldn't be able to have to make that choice. But it's like when I was younger, you know, when I was younger, mommy always made room for me as far as having something. She never told me I could not come over house. It was just a matter of when I would come, we would just argue. So but when but in the beginning, mommy's always like I remember her first house that she like her first place that she bought that I can remember I know she had other places before that but that I can remember when she moved in um with Lily's dad and stuff and they had their own place she like bought paint and she painted like the room and she set it up and stuff for me you know to be comfortable so she's always tried to make me feel comfortable and allow me to have space but I think what it was it was a me thing it wasn't her pushing me away granted we had our frictions and we had our fights but I don't think it was ever where she just didn't you know have I, room for me
1: no yeah you're absolutely right in that aspect And what's going on what I and, and my take on that was because you live with your grandmother your granny was extremely lenient with you mm. and let you get away with too much nonsense I think in my in my in my in my in my opinion she lets you get away with a lot of nonsense and it was like I never really got the call unless it was something really screwed up then your mom or your granny would call me then it's like I'm coming in and I have to be the enforcer to fix this yeah you know and
0: I think for a long time and I'm not saying this to be disrespectful I just think this is like my truth and I'm still working on that for a long time when you would come around I wouldn't look at you like you father I would more so look at it like why are you here Like you only come around when things are bad or because somebody called you, and it wasn't. I think I had more fear, like I was scared that you were gonna hit me or hurt me or something like that. And which is crazy because you've never hit me, the most you've ever did is like tell me to like relax or just calm down, or like you know, you'll put your finger in my face and say calm down, but you've never hit me, you've never spanked me, you've never done any of that. But because of my experience growing up and stuff like that, you know, not really understanding men, you know, because granted, even though I was in the house with grandma and her husband my experience with that was that's that's something I don't think I'm gonna share with you right at this very second you know as far as like you know things that happen in the house the dynamic between me and her husband and stuff like that you know I'll share that maybe in a different space you know a different timing and stuff like that or maybe I will but I don't know like how to speak on it at this sense to you because I feel like you're crazy, daddy in certain ways and I just you know but I think for me it was like scary because it was like You know, the only men that I had in my life consistently was, you know, grandpa, which is mommy's dad, you know, and he and me didn't really have a good rapport. You know, he loved me. I know grandpa loved me and stuff like that. And he really cared for me. It was just I was so I was always getting in trouble and I was so like quick at the mouth, you know, and it was like his that his dynamic and how he was with his people on his end. It was like, you know. We're proper over here. We have a little bit more decorum. You know, we, we approach things a little bit more, you know. you know. Yeah. So when he see me getting rowdy and cursing and yelling and starting riots at school and telling people all types of crazy stuff. Like, I was crazy how I used to talk to people at school, especially the elder people. I think it was more so like he just, he didn't really want to step in a certain kind of way because he maybe just didn't know how to, you know. And I think with my grandmother's husband, you know, like I said, that's an experience in itself. You know, the way he treated me and, you know, Miss um, Chen and just, like, um, just the girls in the house and stuff like that. Like, that dynamic, you know, it threw me off. So, when you used to come around, I used to think that you were going to hurt me. Like, I used to think that you were, like, the type of dad who would, like, take me in the middle of the road and, like, slap me. You know, and just beat on me and just beat on me and just beat on me and what? stuff. I used to think that. Like, I used to have a fear that you would, like, just one day come to school and you would just hit me and stuff. And you would just, like, spank me. And I, I, I used to... Have that fear So it wasn't like It wasn't like I seen you at a da- as a dad At the time And I'm just being You know truthful as where I was at yeah, You, know, I when I was here, you I know And like I said There's so much more Dialogue behind that That's not me Just saying that to you mm-hmm. And I remember Let me finish this But I Like there's more Dialogue behind that It's just like I feel like there are some things that I don't want to necessarily it's not that I don't want to share with you I think that where I'm at with it I'm at a place where I'm trying to move past it and move forward with it and understand things but I think if I kind of tell you certain things you're going to go crazy like I think you're going to go crazy and I don't think you would be able to know how to handle yourself in certain things and granted you shouldn't have to but I think you know It's just too close to home right now. And I feel like I'm trying to understand it myself. And I can't expect you to, like, be calm and collected when somebody's hurting your child. You know what I'm Uh saying? So I just rather kind of, like, just keep certain things to where I'm at right now and just grow through certain things. And when I'm in a space where I feel like, okay, you know, I could mentally be okay with anything that happens once once I say all my truth, you know, then I'll come and share that. But,
1: no, you've shared a bit of it with mm-hmm. me in the past, in certain aspects here and there type of things, which mm-hmm. is, if you probably noticed, like me, I don't really go around to your, your granny's house anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I stay from over there now. Mm-hmm. You've kind of noticed that, mm-hmm. because I have a suspicion about it, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I probably end up killing somebody,
0: mm-hmm. and, and I, I hate to
1: say that on this podcast. No, but it's but, the truth.
0: It's the truth. And yeah. that's... and I, You know, I've... Ex- like... I'm in my own journey and stuff where I have to realize that my emotions, regardless of how crazy they sound, they're real. And I have to be able to be a better person with whatever it is that I feel and walk past certain things, you know. That doesn't mean that I ignore my feelings. That doesn't mean that I'm acting like things don't happen. But I have to be, I have to understand that I'm here for me. I'm not here for the things that have hurt me or for the things that, you know. If I if I do if yeah. I do that I victimize myself and now I'm a sad story I don't want to be nobody's sad story I don't yeah, want to give absolutely. that somebody that much power, but um,
1: but you know what though going back to what you were saying you know mm-hmm. and, as I was saying before you know I used to come and get you all the time all the time and it's like every time I would come and get you your granny would call and your mother would call and they would call back to back to back to mm-hmm. back to back like sometimes like somebody was doing something to you like somebody was hurting you mm-hmm. or harming you and it, it it was just weird as hell and now all of a sudden with this with with what you're it's so with what you're kind of getting at with what was going on mm-hmm. it's just like wow
0: and i think and that's and that's daddy i'm not gonna lie and me saying this, you know, excuse me if I have, like, a, a little moment where I curse or something like that, you know, I'm gonna try my best not to, but, um, with, with grandma and mommy, I used to be, like, I'm really not doing anything, the things that I see going on, because, you know, I used to go to a school that was right next to the beach, and it was, it was, like, mixed with white kids, black kids, Spanish kids, so you see a lot, you know, you don't just see, you know, uh, you know, a setting, right, you yeah, see exactly. a little bit of everything, you know, and I used to think the things that I could be doing right now, the way I could really be acting crazy, you know, like you guys should be lucky that I'm this calm, you know, because granted, I was just frustrated. And I, and I'm, I can say this now, like I didn't, care like I used to say this in my I used to say this all the time if I feel like I didn't do nothing wrong you can't tell me I did something wrong and I still say that still to this day but it's with a little bit more realistic out um outlook on what's going on around me and just different facts
1: yeah you got to be kind of more tactful about how you say it as well I think because with you you were just like so damn blunt
0: I was so angry
1: yeah you were you absolutely I was so were. angry
0: and I used to be fighting or just like argue it wasn't even like I was fighting it was more so I would argue with people like I would just argue with everybody and I used to look at it like there's things that's going on that's not being spoken about and y'all arguing with me about stuff that I'm reacting to because of my experience that's going on in the house with adults and stuff like that so I used to be crazy with them out I used to pop off at them out like crazy and it was just it used to be like like I remember it was just like it was just crazy like I just did not have respect for people or elders and it wasn't because I didn't want to because I knew who to respect you know there's certain time and place for everything but I, I used to feel like if you're disrespecting me I'm gonna disrespect you back if you're trying to make a joke out of me I'm gonna, dis- I'm gonna make a joke out of you and I didn't care who it was I didn't care who said anything you know and I think even being at that school you know being being at the school that I was you know I think a lot of people egged me on too you know, and I feel like that was my form of attention because I think at the time I needed, I remember, you know, I, I, I came to mommy and I said, mommy, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I'm at mentally, but I said, like, I think I need help, like genuinely, because I kind of felt myself already about to switch. Because, you know, before that, even though I was like, you know, had my little slip ups here and there, I was pretty good, you know, before I actually started middle school. You know, I was pretty good, I think, up until sixth and i think when i i, yeah. I got into 7th and 8th grade like mm-hmm. that's kind of like when things like switch for me and i kind of turn wild because i'm like
1: well you had at, around that time puberty and everything starts setting mm-hmm. in and then on top of that i think you were you you were in a relationship way too young that you had no business being no, in no that it.
0: wasn't that, that wasn't that relationship that's, that wasn't that was more with a, a, a female but still then like that was a relationship that i feel like i was so i was too angry to exist with anybody and it showed you know but I think for, I just I was just so upset. I was just so and I think still to this day, I still have a little bit like, you know, anger that I need to work on. That's why I know it's thing because at this point in my age and where I'm at, I can't blame but, nobody. Yeah, but you, you know? know
1: what, though, that anger is rooted in something in the past. And I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get that as well. But you're absolutely right. It is. It, it, it gets to a point where you, you do have to move on or that anger acts as an anchor. Mm-hmm. and holds you down exactly. keeps you from moving so you know you have to say to yourself okay am I gonna just let this mm-hmm. burn me up because look at me I did it mm-hmm. man I'll hold a grudge for decades mm-hmm. you know but it don't get you nowhere so so can you turn that that negative can you turn that energy of that anger can you turn that into something that could be more positive for you mm-hmm. and that's what I had to learn like on a mental level like mm-hmm. I've got this energy here built up might not be it, and, you know, I don't, it might not be positive or it might not be negative or whatever, but it's energy. It's something that I can use to move forward.
0: Exactly. So
1: that's what I started doing and, is and, using that. It's and, like, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I think like me, I, I, I have learned that as what it is because I don't want to be angry. Like there's a lot of things that I am hurt about and I am upset about. And I think for a long time, even with me moving to Louisiana, I think I kinda held on to certain angers towards things and towards people because I felt like, you know, until we resolve it, it's not resolved, you know? But I had to look at it like I'm giving them so much power. I'm giving certain things that are no longer in my space so much power. And it's like that's where I'm at with things. It's like I have to understand that i'm human if i wake up tomorrow and i'm sad about something i have to understand that i'm sad about it and i have to give myself grace to be upset or sad about it and cry about it that's why even in the car when i had my little episode with Lily, she's like what's wrong you know and it's like sometimes you just need to cry sometimes you just need to take a moment to a corner and you just need to cry get yourself together revamp and keep it pushing you know mm-hmm. it's not like i'm crying because of everything that's you know something is completely wrong that can't be fixed it's like i just had a moment and I just needed to feel in that moment and me feeling felt like I had to cry. Yeah. That's what I did. So you get it out and, and move on, you know, exactly, yeah. and that's where I'm at with a lot of things. And me even doing that, like, I don't want to hold grudges to, towards people, even the people that have hurt me, because I've hurt people, too, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And I've done things to people that they have in their story and their history, you know, and that's like where my guilt comes from. You know, I have a lot of guilt and stuff because I don't want—I don't want to be remembered as a person that was just hurting people. You know, but I know in my story, in my past, I probably hurt people ways in ways that they didn't deserve. You know, but I, I just didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt like me—I I just didn't know. You I know? think we
1: all have at yeah. some point, man. You know, we we all have. I know I have. Especially, mm-hmm. I've been—I've been a MFer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a real MFer. So you know. Yeah, I know that we all have, but I, I, I'm like, I'm just extremely proud of your growth. And I see you moving forward. And it's like, anytime I talk to people about you, they're just like amazed with I'm like, oh, wow, she's doing that. Oh, really? I'm like, wow, she's doing so much. And then you have, and, and then I always get this, this comment that people always say, wow, usually people her age aren't doing anything like that at all. You know, especially like your brother, Like man, he shocked the hell out of me. One day he's like, dad, guess what? I'm like, oh my God, what did you do now? And Jerry showed me. He was like, he was gonna get his pilot's license, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, for a twenty-three-year-old to go and get a pilot's license, mm-hmm. to have, you know, to actually buckle down and to do that. I mean, that's not something that everybody would go and do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it, it's really not. And then you have to have a particular type of mentality to do that, to be flying an airplane, albeit it might just be a, a prop propeller plane but it's not a jet or anything like that but but for the simple fact like look I'm, i've never done it i can't yeah, fly and exactly. like, I, I can scared. barely fly a kite so you know <laughs> yeah.
0: so you I am know proud of him for that yeah. that's exciting
1: yeah exactly absolutely absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. and absolutely i just and, and then for you right now it, it's weird though like now you're in a nursing program and the whole time I kept telling Alexi, why don't you get into nursing? I don't want to do nursing, daddy. I don't want to do nursing. And what do you end up doing?
0: Doing the nursing. And I think for me doing the nursing, I think it was, it's it's a part of me, me going to school for what I originally went to school for and getting my, you know, certification for that and stuff like that. That was what I had to do for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that I didn't, I I couldn't see things as add on. But I always tell mommy, you know, what I've said to her, you know, you know, cause I know she's proud of me cause I'm going to school and all this other stuff, you know, but my whole thing is if I decide tomorrow, if I wake up and say, I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. Absolutely. If it doesn't make sense to me in my space. You Absolutely.
1: Know? But you know what though? I would say that you've already started it and just go ahead and go through with it. Mm-hmm. Go through with it. Take the exams and everything else. Even if you work in the field and then you'd be like, you know what? It's not for me. Yeah. and that's why I'm but happy I'm you've got the that bachelor's. though but yeah but you've got that in your but you have that though you yeah. know and that and they'll never take that away from you that's gonna always be something that, and i'm telling you one thing about nursing though is you're going to continually have to learn it's not something that you can just do and think that you're just going to sit on your butt and not learn anything else no every day is something new that you learn yeah you have to if not you you're holding people's lives in your hand so you have to learn and
0: this and, and nursing is not my last stop you know with this it's kind of like You know, and granted, this is no no thing, nothing to anybody that's that has a nursing degree and they just like stagnant with the fact that they just got a hospital job and that's it. You know, but I feel like any type of degree that you have, you have to maximize off of it, like because you have to literally juice it, like to the point where there's nothing else to do with it. Absolutely. And you have to kind of see where you can kind of benefit in it, and when you're doing next, the next thing, that's how you have to, you know, because then you get comfortable like you said and you Mm -hmm. get stagnant Mm -hmm. and my grandma always used to say to me like growing up she was like you know Lexi, people could say anything they could do anything to you but once you have something in your mind once you learn something they can't take it away from you like somebody could torture you all day long but what you already know inside of your mind is something that's already there Mm -hmm. so I think for me even there's things that I don't fully conceptualize like there's the, the Toni Morrison book like I don't know beloved you know Toni Morrison the author okay she's a phenomenal author from from what I hear my peers speak on or for just like hearing like um philanthropists speak on her and just like have dialogue on where she's at in her experience on in her book and like how she um showed black people in a different light especially at a certain time you know that she was writing these books it's like I understand that there's so much grace in that book that will really help someone it doesn't matter if you're a black man a black woman a queer man a queer it doesn't matter your sexuality your religion once you read that book and you have some insight on what it is that the that the the pages mean or just the 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 language of the the wording means it teaches you something about yourself and that's what a lot of people you know say as they read her book and I think that's what I want to experience you know I bought I bought her book some years ago and I have it. I have it in my house. And I've like opened the pages, and I've gotten to maybe page six. And it's such, it's one of those books where you really have to understand context. Like you really have to understand the the word on the paper to really understand what it is that you're reading. And I remember I heard um um Benita say um yesterday. She was like she was talking about how she used to write papers and stuff, you know, and how when she wrote those papers, it was like she was writing for someone it was like context she's really good at writing paper and understanding language and she said that's really important and i think she was telling her granddaughters that she was like it's really important to understand what it is that you're reading and what it is that you're writing the
1: comprehension and yeah.
0: comprehension is key because if you're just reading just to read you could close the page of the book after you just read it you don't know anything and take that nothing happens. away from it exactly yeah. and i think for me as much as like i'm still learning like i'm relearning things things that you know i'm relearning i'm relearning a lot of things and understanding context is like one of those big things so it's like anywhere i go like in the world i always want to get a really good book or i want to have some form of information and maybe at this very second i may not be able to internalize it the way i fully need to and maximize all of it you know yeah. but i want to have it because as i get older i want to be that older person that has like all those books and stuff where i can say oh that book you know is from this experience and that book taught me this you know i just want to have a collection of you know books to just go off of or just a collection of information you know to go off of like real information mm-hmm. not just stuff that's you know in the media and um portrayed to you to believe not just context that you go to school and they say oh this is the facts and you got to believe it there's right. there's deeper knowledge to everything and i want to understand like the root of all of it the it's, root of the root you right know? exactly
1: yeah and there's nothing wrong with that yeah there's nothing wrong with that at all yeah
0: um, I know you said uh, that you when when, two years ago when we were talking, or it was yeah, about two years ago when I called you and stuff when I was in Mexico, and you were telling me your experience, you know, as far as like where you were at internally, as how as far as like you didn't how you weren't able to show up a certain kind of way for me because of like your experience and just all the things you're going through, and I remember you said to me like you had to stop carrying your gun and stuff because you started feeling like you just weren't there with yourself, and you just were scared to have the gun on you, mm-hmm. you know? So can you, like, explain that experience? Well, that
1: right there was part of that right there. I Part of that was for the fact that, you know, I knew that you were hurting. mm mm-hmm. And I kind of got a, an idea of kind of what was going on. It hasn't been said, and I don't know if it's going to be fully mm-hmm. said said, but mm-hmm. I just said, I just thought to myself, well, maybe it'd probably be best if I don't carry this around, because I I am trying to grow, and I am trying to be a better person, but there's always that devil inside of me that will just make me snap and especially and when it comes yeah and especially yeah. when it comes to my children because i I think you get it how much I love my kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think you see that. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I'll fuck the world up about my kids, mm-hmm. you know, and um I just you know i that was one of the reasons why I said, you know, I, I, maybe I'll just not carry this around with me anymore because it's just that that seething anger that I would feel would probably push me to do something that you
0: didn't have no business doing yeah and I think I think we all have that like it's like the yin and yang you know every good has a little bad every bad has a little good you know and I think you know I I think in a way I get that from you and I think I I realized that like maybe two times like the last maybe not the last time I was here but the time before that because I see how frustrated you get with like people that just like are stupid, you know, and it's like it's like I get it, you know, and it's for not even her, them being stupid. It's just you, like you don't have patience for you,
1: people. You, stupid. You know, yeah. you know that's our motto, right? That's yeah. the, that's <laughs> our motto. If it's stupid, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the model. That's that's the model that me, your and your brothers. That's our that's our model.
0: Yeah,
1: that's my that's our little family model. If it's stupid, don't do it. Yeah, because stupidity will get you killed. Yeah stupidity will get you hurt
0: yeah and it'll you get know, you in trouble it'll
1: get you yeah it'll get you all the negative stuff if it's stupid just don't do it
0: and i i think me in that as i'm getting older i'm realizing those things as choices like every choice has a everything that you choose to do is going to have a reaction and so well, i have well. to remind myself like any like you know I was talking to you it's like you know how there's people that murder people and then there's premeditated murder like I know what I'm doing before I do it so anytime it falls back I know I have nobody else to blame but myself exactly so it's like I have to be very careful on how I approach things because I already know what I'm getting myself into like I'm not dumb I know what I'd be doing when I be doing it sometimes and I have to remind myself like you know, even when people reflect and do certain things that I don't like, I have to remind myself of all the things that i seen beforehand or I have to remind myself of all the common sense that popped up in my head beforehand that I just kind of ignored because, you know, I wanted something or, I, you know, like... A certain kind of way, you know.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to listen to that inner mind. That inner voice speaks to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and And that intuition, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the majority of the time, it is telling you the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But people choose to ignore it, and then they end up in a stupid situation.
0: Yep.
1: They yeah. end up in stupid situations, man. If it's stupid, don't do it. It is. I remember. I'll never forget the first time we 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 coined that that um me and your brothers when we came up with that. If it's stupid, don't do it. And what did what did your little brother do? He went in the bathroom and started. It was playing with a razor and cut his finger. Mm. And I asked, and he's sitting there and he's bleeding, he's bleeding, he's bleeding. I said, so what do we just talk about? And he looks at me with the crazy look in his face. If it's stupid, don't do it. <laughs> and that was the funniest thing in the world. I wasn't funny. It and was, it wasn't like a humongous cut or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's
0: but- just like it scared him because he saw the blood. Yeah, it, yeah.
1: exactly. But mm. just but he remembered that, and that I guess it took for him. To get that get that cut on his finger to realize that I wasn't kidding about if it's stupid, don't do it.
0: Exactly. So that was dude, that was a really good. Um, okay, that was really good. Like I, I I like the conversation. I like the conversation we are having. It's very um eye opening. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, religion. I know you told me when you were younger you were when I was when I was younger you told me that you were an atheist and a lot of people who are those religious religious people who are not actual Christians but they're gonna pray that scream and shout that they're Christian but they don't be acting Christian you know they see it as like oh he's ungodly and da 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 so what is your experience with being an atheist because I want to talk about like at the religion. time
1: I think when I told you that I was probably still seething about my mom being gone, and I know that at some point I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and prayed mm-hmm. that she wouldn't get and just didn't work mm-hmm. you know and you know there's religious people out there they they'll believe they believe in Christianity Judaism or whatever Hinduism whatever whatever they believe in mm-hmm. and they'll say well you know things don't always go your whatever whatever they want to say but to me that just really burnt me up it was just like i'm asking i'm begging i'm pleading for this not because i'm being selfish Mm. but because i see this life slipping away in front of me and it's just like no yeah and that really burnt me up so i thought to myself maybe there is no god and i'm just praying the empty space you understand? That's, yeah. that's the kind of feeling that I had about it. But as time progresses and then you start seeing things differently and now I i wouldn't say no there there isn't a God or yes there is I would say that there are energies, mm-hmm. you know positive and negative, mm-hmm. that we know for certain. Mm-hmm. Now whether there's um, an all seeing, all encompassing all empowered being out, out there I, you know what I just I just I don't know yeah I really don't know yeah. I really don't know but at the time man I, I guess I think I think I took that route more out of anger than anything else
0: and I I think like even with me getting older I started having because you know I grew up in a household that was Christian and on seven day advances mm-hmm. um and it was it was kind of like I've always been that there was a God as far as like you know a, a stronger entity like something out there that is how and it doesn't even have to be a humane thing it's a spiritual thing an energy thing you know like I feel like there's something out there that you know is higher and it's tied into all of us in a way you know because life is is, is a god is life is a gift from God you know it's, it's something that we can't necessarily put our put an explanation on, you know, but we're here, you know, we're existing.
1: I would say, I would say life would be a gift from your parents.
0: It is, but we all come from somewhere, you know, and if we reflect back and back and back and back, it's like it's still a gift. And I think Like me understanding that, like I always like when I pray. Sometimes, sometimes I slip up and stuff. But like I always say, whomever the entity of God is, you know, because I don't know who God is, and I don't want to pretend like you know I don't know who God is as far as like a picture, you know, or a frame or something that you know is.
1: Everybody just has this
0: opinion, this or
1: yeah, for what they think God might be.
0: Exactly, like God for me is like an internal thing. Like my relationship with God, my my relationship with my with my spiritual, my spiritual self, you know, I want it to be tied into God, you know, and I always say this, you know, God humble me enough to, you know, bow to the enemy, bow to the feet of my enemy and wash their feet. Not because I'm doing it, you know, because, um, they have something over me or anything like that. I'm saying it because I'm not better than anybody, you know, regardless of anything, regardless of my experience, regardless of people's factors that they have, you know, done. I'm not better than anybody. No sin is bigger than the other, you know? And I want to be graceful enough because when you're graceful, it allows you to transcend more within yourself and to show up for your highness, you know? And that's all I want, you know? So, and whatever, you know, my calling is. So I think my experience with, like, spirituality and God and stuff like that is a little bit different from what other people have it as. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a religion tied to me, you know? But I do know that there is, like, you know yeah. something great something greater for me you know to connect to yeah so
1: well that's good though i mean yeah everybody has to have some kind of spiritual connection i believe you know exactly definitely because i mean, just this, the way that we are as humans we all have to believe in some type of higher power i guess
0: you know so from everything well let me see i'm going to see um where i'm at with 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 um everything that we kind of talked about i feel like it's still a growing thing for me because and it's not a you thing because i remember i sent you remember that letter i sent you i wrote you and you were telling me you showed it to your co-workers and he was like what did you do to her you know you was coming to me because you didn't understand where it came from remember yeah that?
1: i understand and i think maybe you may have worded it not in the best way mm-hmm. because the, you know, and that goes back to like what Anita was saying like how you write things and what you do things you have to be there's there's a there's a cadence to how you do things especially like if you're writing mm-hmm. or whatever if you're writing in a particular way it makes it seem like oh this is all the stuff that you you've done you've done you've done and then when you're writing you might not see that mm-hmm. but there's a cadence there's a flow to things and if you put something on there you know you make me da 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 then how am I supposed to take that I can't understand your mind in that aspect
0: I think what it was is I felt like I don't think the writing because when you're writing how you feel I don't think it's Right or wrong, I don't think the writing was wrong. What I think it was is I didn't internalize and I didn't no, I didn't express to you what I was going on and what was going on in the back end. That's so it wasn't confusing. a lot of information in the text because you didn't have dialogue on where it was coming from.
1: It was confusing. It
0: was and it I was and confusing. I under, and I and I can understand it. That's why when you was like they was like, did you do something to her? Like did you hurt her? And it was like I was like no, like in my head I was like no, I don't and I didn't and I and not understand like how it could come off like that, you know. But I don't, but that wasn't my in, intention. No, I, and
1: I understand, and I kind of get that now, because I, mm-hmm. I look, look where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Because if for the longest, I was just like, well, if you feel that way, then let me leave you alone so that maybe you can find yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think that's like, it's crazy, because it's like, a part of me is like, why would you leave me alone? I'm your daughter, don't leave me alone, you know? But I, I guess like, sometimes you got to give people space to connect with something else you know? Yeah,
1: I remember because, yeah, you called me, uh, and I'll never forget, when you finally came around, you called me at, like, 11.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, or at night, you called me, yeah, it was, it was 11.30, mm-hmm. it was 11.30 at night, and you were just rambling on and on and on and on about this, that, and the other, and I'm like, okay, Lexi, okay, okay, and I'm listening to you, mm-hmm. and then after all of that, what did you say? Daddy, I'll be there, such and such, can I come and stay with you? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, sure, no problem.
0: Yeah. I think, I think, Right now, my experience, and this, and like I said, this is not to take away from where we're at and everything. I think my experience with men is a little like still tainted, and that's like a me thing, you know, because I feel like from a young age I was over sexualized, you know, and I'm processing things, you know. So, my trust when it comes to men is not that I don't trust them, it's just like I feel like, you know.
1: They always got some ulterior motive. Exactly.
0: So a part of me sometimes is like, you're so, you're so loving to me. You're so nice. So sometimes I'm kind of like, my mind is like, why are you so nice to me? Like you know, like it it makes me mad. And I think for me, when I was like, why am I gonna
1: treat you mean?
0: No, exactly. And I'm understanding that now. And listen, I understand that now. You remember I was telling you. (laughs)
1: because <laughs> she could have got you past all of that nonsense
0: I, I, I think Now, remember I was even telling you my experience with you know the guy I had met I was saying to you like you know I deserve someone that's going to court me and show up for me and I remember you told me one time you said if you got a man number in your phone and he can't do something for you to help you out with uh, something if your car broke down or something like that and you're on the middle of the highway or something like that and he just kind of like brushes you off delete his number out your phone you know and I think that's what it means like you know in a sense, you know, having someone in your space who, like, everybody wants something from everybody. That's a part of the game, you know, like, everybody want is using somebody for something. But it's like, if you're going to be in my space, you have to show up a certain kind of way. Because if I could do it myself, I'm going to just, excuse my language, I'm going to bitch you out. And <laughs> you're not going to like that, right. you know. So, I think growing up and me experience what I'm experiencing now, I understand what it means, you know, for a man to be nice to you, be sweet to you, be gentle, take, you know, be... Considerate of the fact that you're there, you know. But you know, when I was younger, I used to get mad when guys were nice to me. I used to catch attitude, and I think that's what they liked because the type of guys that I were, you know, dealing with at the time, they were immature, and I was immature as myself as well too. Like me catching the attitude, they would like that, you know. Like me being like, okay, like you know, but it's like sassy, but I'm still sweet. It's like it. They would under. They would like that, but it's like I don't want to have to be sassy for a man to understand me. Like I should be able to vocalize where I'm at. Be honest, be vulnerable, and express to you where I'm at. And it's not just for a man, this is for any relationship that I'm in, man or woman. Absolutely. You know, I should be able to vocalize where I'm at. And I remember she was telling me the other night, I said something to her. And granted, it's something when I said it to her, I was like, um you know girls say certain things because they want you to do certain things you know like trying to be sassy with you because they want you to do your attention and stuff like that and I said something to that at court, and she was like don't do that and she was like you're only doing that because you want to tell me how you feel right now but you're not trying to tell me how you feel so you want to be sassy about it you know and I think understanding that like understanding my approach with things and understanding that you no know, there is a grown excuse my language there's a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman who's out there who is able to understand and court me and vocalize for me and vice versa because they're, if if you're if I'm deserving of that, they should be deserving of that as well too, you know. But I'm not. I just I just don't want the media the mediocre stuff, you know. Well
1: said. Yeah. You have to have a standard.
0: Yeah. You have
1: to have a standard. It, you have to. If you're gonna settle for bullshit, then expect, be ex, then, bu- then expect, expect bullshit. bullshit. You know. You can't yeah.
0: be mad once you get the bullshit. But it's yeah. like now I'm getting older. I'm like, yeah, like yeah.
1: my I, advice to you, yeah. My <laughs> advice to you, any any person that courts you or whatever, make sure. And this might sound. Kind of grimy when I say this, but Mm -hmm. you got to kind of look at what they've got established for themselves because because it's an it's an indicator that they that they are striving for something better.
0: Potential. I used to love. Ooh, I used to be potential used to make me feel like oh okay he has potential no
1: no what have you actually accomplished because everybody on this planet has the potential to jump off a building and fly like a damn bird Mm -hmm. but you know (laughs) not everybody has the potential
0: to execute it and get it done yeah
1: you know exactly and
0: that's and that's what it is like potential is it's just like it's good and all it's like i love to see potential in somebody but potential is not going to get me from point a to point b potential at the end of the day T was saying to me like reality he was saying when you're married to someone at the end of the day you know it could be love and all that stuff but you guys are it's like establishing some form of understanding on what it is that needs to get done yeah. as a unity it can and if once that falls off the track you guys have to come back to what it is that you guys said it was this is what we're doing this is like an it's like it's so messed up to say, but it's like a contract, and I, it is a contract. It like is a contract. Married.
1: It is. It's a civil. It's a civil union. Exactly. It's a contract. Exactly. That's what people. A lot of people don't understand that, exactly. and they get into that. That's why why do you have prenuptial agreements mm-hmm. and all those types of things? Yeah, it is exactly.
0: It is. And I just we're almost done. <laughs> I know you like I'm almost done, but like about five seven more minutes. That's cool. That's but fine. it's like. I I understand that as I'm getting older like and I I actually want that like I want to have an understanding with anybody that I'm with because once I understand where you're at and what you expect from me and where I'm at and what I expect from you and what you expect from yourself because it's not a me thing when you fall short you know that's a you thing but once I understand what you expect from yourself I have you have nobody else um to you have nobody else to uh, blame for anything that messes up besides you when things don't play into that, you know? Yeah. Especially if the support is there and the love is there and all the other factors, you know? If I'm yeah. doing my part and you're not doing your part, that's a you That's think, a different, yeah. That's, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I right, think so. even, like, as I'm getting older, I when I was younger, I used to feel like toxic love was so cute. Like, oh, you know, like, he don't love me or she don't love me if they're not crazy, you know? It's like, that's not cute. Like, I don't not, need no, you. That's,
1: that's stupid.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't need you to trigger me to act a certain kind of way. We're going to do a part two because this is going to almost but I don't need you to trigger me. It's, like, going to be a few more minutes, though. So that's it. That's fine. But I don't need you to trigger me to make me feel, like, secure. I don't I don't want that, you know? Like, I don't want you to make me feel, like, small to make yourself feel big, big you know? Big, right, exactly. So, as I'm getting older, I'm like, yeah... I need to know what we're doing here and i need to know what you're doing with x y and z if, if i'm gonna be taking on because when you're dating someone it's real a lot sh- of baggage like
1: you take shit. on their
0: stuff you real
1: know? shit yeah <laughs> oh so, so you want to be there to take up all of that exactly. now, trust me i know exactly what you're talking about i'm going through it now
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you have to you have to know what you're set, what you're signing up for there's going to be a part two you guys stay tuned okay guys we are back so to continue off and kind of close out the podcast um, where do you feel like you're at with all the information we've kind of like tapped into?
1: I think that you've given me a lot of good information and like I said you've given me an inkling as to what kind of was going on and that's something that I still have to address Uh, I have a an idea but not necessarily the facts behind it Mm -hmm. so I just kind of you know just kind of keep that in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. with, with what's going on, but i um, I feel pretty good about you know what what's going on, especially with us because, I, I think we're getting a lot closer than we than we were mm-hmm. than we used to be, mm-hmm. and I, and and you being my only daughter, I I, I, I definitely have to be there, mm-hmm. close to you like that, you know, I'm like y- 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 you're you're my heart,
0: Aww, thank you, you, Daddy. you are
1: you are you're, you're definitely my heart, and. Um, I appreciate you sharing as much as you have with me. And I can mm-hmm. hope you understand that, you know, yeah, I wasn't, I might not have been the most mature dude all them years ago, but I'm trying. Yeah. I'm definitely trying.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, I'm definitely trying, you know. yeah, I'm the guy that you can call at two o'clock in the morning and say, hey, daddy, my tire needs to be pumped up. With yeah, you me. will come.
0: <laughs> Annoyed and everything, you will come. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but, I, I <laughs>
1: But I want you to know that I'm there for you As much as I can be there for you Do whatever I can You know I always have your back Always have your point. I was really really reluctant to do the podcast Because I just thought it was a waste of time Like oh man I'm putting all my personal crap out there on blast For everybody to you know Judge me and this and that the other. But I, I, You know what I think It's very therapeutic It is
0: and it's, it's important extreme, It's
1: extremely therapeutic And then maybe you know some folks that are going through it They can kind of take from this and Know, find some positivity out of it and move in a more positive direction within their lives. And that's, I think it's pretty cool.
0: Exactly. Pretty cool. I'm excited you said that. Because that, that's like, that's the reason why I even changed the name to The Last Conversation because it's like, you really don't know when your last day on earth is. And you want to make sure you have the conversation with your loved ones or just the people that have access to you and you have access to them while they're there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's so much more deeper than what you may know, you know? So I think giving everybody the grace to just speak their truth is like the main reason why you know I've curated this podcast and why I want it to actually like be you know bigger than me because it's important for you to for you to say things you know it's very important um I think for me I want to say it's like I love you daddy I really do love you and it's like I'm very excited for our journey but I am not your little girl anymore uh, you see, listen. I got. I knew when I said this,
1: he was gonna. Yeah. My daddy hey, you is in control. You, I, I, you see it how you want to see it. No, yes.
0: but listen. When I say that, I don't mean it like I'm not your daughter and your little, like your your daughter anymore. I'm saying it like that. It's kind of like I had to kind of mentally grow and understand things for myself. You know, mm-hmm. off the grace of me just maturing. Right. And it's like as much as I appreciate, you know where you've come in and where you stayed and where you know because I think our relationship started growing like when I was like 19 and like moving forward and stuff mm-hmm. all the you got to understand I kind of lived like a little I had my little girl experience you know so I think I appreciate because I think sometimes you understand that I am mm-hmm. a grown woman, you know, and I do, even though I act like a kid sometimes because I'm a kid at heart, you, you know. Do,
1: you are spoiled.
0: <laughs> you, are,
1: you are really, really spoiled. And yes, you are grown. I know. And I understand mm-hmm. the fact that, yes, you are a grown woman. I get that. Mm-hmm. I do. But when I say that you're my little girl, you you are. You, yeah. you, you're you going to always be. You yeah. understand that I'm the very first person that you've ever seen in your life. I was there the moment that you came into this world. Yeah. I cut your umbilical cord. Yeah. I mean, come on, really? Yeah. When they cleaned you up. I made certain that I was the ugly, the ugly mug right there in your face, so even joyful. though, even though you couldn't see,
0: yeah. even
1: though you really couldn't see much, but I was there, yeah. right yeah. there. So you're always my little girl. Yes, son. You know,
0: my Daddy, I understand that. Um, I think what I've taken from this is, um, there's a lot more than that. That's there's a lot more than what the eye can see. And I think that um, there's a lot more conversations that could be had, that will be had, of course, you know, because we're growing, we're understanding things a little bit different every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to be better for myself first because it starts with you, you know, and I'm excited to, like, just grow and have make space for everybody. I'm, you know, I am, um, you know, I I don't think I push people away, but it's like I'm so used to always, like, being on go by myself. So sometimes I... I'm blinded by the fact that there are people that's there that want to check in with me, you know, and I don't see it as selfish because in my head I'm like, oh, well, I'm not, you know, I I can do what I want because I've been doing it, you know, but I understand that Mm -hmm. people just want to know that I'm okay, you know, Mm -hmm. so I want to work on that a little bit more. It'd be uncomfortable sometimes for me to tell people, oh, here, I I just, you know.
1: Yeah, you got, you doing your own thing and you're, yeah, you. it's like i like, oh, do I have to check in? Or yeah, like, I, I know how that is because I'm that way. Yeah. It's like I don't feel like I have to tell anybody what I'm doing. Yeah. If, if I'm a grown. And, come on. It's like a little kid asking permission to have to go. Can I go down the street and play? But like, no.
0: But because I'm so all over the place, you know, I be back and forth, taking yeah. trips here and there, out the country and stuff. I feel like but, sometimes yeah. it's like, I'd be, st- I'd be everywhere.
1: But you definitely do have to check in. Uh, I mm-hmm. think you do absolutely do have to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Just to let people know what's going on because mm-hmm. God forbid something happens. Mm-hmm. At least we know... What the happened? vicinity that you're in or where, wherever it's going on and then maybe we can we can move some resources or something to get something happening to go over there and say hey we're here yeah you know I'm so spontaneous
0: too that I get it like I be giving TV like you give me heart there's nothing wrong with that
1: attack. you, know, you have wand, I have what they call wanderlust
0: yeah I'm very I'm very you like like to go I'm I was the same like, way. Like to just like I can't like if I think of something and I want to do it and I have the resources to do it, I'm gonna do it. Like I just cannot.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Open yourself up to new experiences. Yeah. And that open it opens yourself up to new experiences, mm-hmm. and it definitely eradicates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Um, Oh, you guys. Okay, so I did not, from the books that I told you guys about last week, I did not choose either of those books. I actually got a different book. It wasn't last week. It was actually the week before. I'm sorry. I know I'm trying to be a little bit more consistent, working on it, but through and through. Um, It was Zahara, shout out to Zahara, who told me about The Power of Psalms, and I'm going to actually get into that book, and I'm going to read it, and I'm excited to actually read it because I feel like it'll allow me to tap into my... my mental a little bit more um and just be grounded in foundation i need a lot more foundation need a lot more discipline i need a lot more of that you know because that's that's a part of it so i'm really excited to read that book you have any books that you reckon that you to read daddy
1: i don't have any books right now that are on the on the on the radar for me Mm -hmm. there was one that they suggested um at work but i can't remember the name of it When i get a chance i'll go back and take a look at it but not really honestly i've been kind of living in a, a, a life of stagnation.
0: <laughs> is there any book that you have read in the past that you would recommend that's a good read?
1: Um, as far as what self help or just. It could be
0: any type of book, any book.
1: It's been a long time, sweetheart. Mm. Honestly, it has been a long time since I've read anything. Mm. It, it really is. It's been quite a while and I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head
0: okay that's fine you come back to it it'll come to you I want to when you get a chance you'll know the book that uh, your job was telling you to read, or the people that your job was telling you you should read or look into
1: yeah alright that's one thing I like about this job is like they always have classes and courses and things for self improvement and help and, and I do real and I started really realizing that, that I needed that and I'm so grateful you know I think I'm so blessed right now that I'm able to to get in this job and just take advantage of those
0: benefits yeah
1: and those courses and things like that you're getting
0: something out of it
1: absolutely absolutely absolutely
0: so the word um so i wanted to add something else i didn't add it into the last episode but i'm gonna add it as well too not only are we gonna have a book for the month we're going to have a word of the month and the word of the month is xenophobia right Yep. xenophobia is the dislike of prejudice the dislike of or prejudice against people from other countries so I don't really understand what I understand what it's saying but um yeah so that word if you guys want to use it in your your sentences for the month you know and kind of just you know play with it you know have a little bit more context and in, in, in just words in your context like this is a word to think of so um Yeah, again, thank you guys for tuning in to the last conversation. I do appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening. I hope you all stay blessed and have a great day. Bye.